Before we get started, if you love what we're doing on the Church Sound Podcast, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want more information, go to our website, www.churchsoundpodcast.com. See you in the matrix. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Could you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes. Yes, welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, and welcome to episode number 105. That's right, 105, 105, 105, however you want to say it. This is going to be a very special episode. We are gearing up for season three, gearing up for season season three. So we're doing these special um, formulated podcast shows to get you ready for the launch, for the relaunch. And so um, we're going to be talking through pastors. We're going to be talking to pastors and getting their insight. And it's very special in this regard because we're going to be talking to young pastors, pastors who are 40s and down. And what they deal with and, and how do they um, handle transition? How do they handle culture? How do they handle society? How do they handle church culture? And then lastly, how do they handle being of the African-American culture in churches that are not African-American, being in churches that are, and how to deal with society Society when, you are, when, you're, when, you're, when your charge is to Bring souls to Christ. And at the same time, you're a black man in America. And you know what we do right about now. It's time. Time for Sunday. You're going to go throwback. Sunday school. Moses, what are your three topics I get to pick from? All right. So, we got a. one being, where is my help? Where's my help? Okay. <laughs> Another one, breath of life. Breath of life. Okay. And uh, another one is whose hands are being used? Whose hands are being? Man, listen, man, you, you got all that stuff. All of it sounds dangerous. Like all. <laughs> All of it sounds dangerous. Right. <laughs> you know, you got the CPR one. You got the, I don't know whose hands are right. being used. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to leave. That's a, that, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a live wire. I'm going to leave it alone. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go CPR. I'm going to go um, breath of life. Right. <laughs> All right. Yo. I'm ready when you're ready, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, this was back in uh, this was a while ago, uh, church church planting days, 
Um, I wasn't necessarily planning the church, but I was with leadership on staff and working as a worship director, worship leader, media guy, all that stuff, right? And um, so, of course, my style has always been, I, I love to lead in a manner where I can raise people up to replace me. I can, all, you know what I mean? I always be replaced. Um, and so this was the situation in this. I had an individual that, you know, kind of raising up um, within my ministry. And uh, it was a time for him to actually lead Sunday service. So there's a regiment thing that we do every time, right? That kind of happens. We always kind of check, 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 make sure, you know, all these things are in place so that we can eliminate any possible issues that might show up. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so this, this day, this individual decides to skip and uh, and not go and not utilize one of the, you know, rules that we set for. And that is not having any gum oh, in your mouth when you go and lead worship. That's not... <laughs> so he decides to do that this day you know what I mean I guess he, he felt daring felt you know what I mean uh, that he can handle it mm. Other, so we up there I mean I'm, I'm, right now I'm just like yes Lord you know the team going in so when this happens normally I'll step back and I want to be I actually enjoy the worship right I'm not up there they running so he up there man he doing we going in bro. presence falling everything man like, Lord move it <laughs> and then suddenly <laughs> that's what you can see that's a, like Bible right there you said suddenly <laughs> a man just stopped hand was still in the air and I'm like oh he hears something <laughs> <laughs> he must be hearing right along TV's still going my man stopped hand slowly went up to his neck <laughs> oh lord and I'm like, okay. And I'm looking, and I guess he was trying to work that thing out without nobody knowing. <laughs> oh, gosh. About a few seconds, bro. He couldn't play it off no more, man. My man went down. Oh, we, no. I said, hold on. Something, something ain't right, man. This is insane. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so we trying to, the other folks trying to play it off. I'm looking, and then he like waving. And waving like, right? And I'm like, you know, this is the thing about charismatic churches, brother. We don't, we gotta look deep because we don't know what you see. Is that the Lord? Is he saying, "Come, Lord, enter in, enter in, enter in"? (laughs) It won't. He won't tell the people to enter in. He was saying, "Air, air, please." (laughs) Brother, the mint lodged back in his throat. Listen, man, no. like, oh, oh my God. He had to let the people go. I had to escort him out to the back where the water fountain is. He back there drinking water, trying to make it go down. We pounded on his chest. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, Lord, we got to do the homelick. <laughs> oh, Lord. Nothing <laughs> was working, bro. He kept coming to the water fountain and drinking. I said, man, I know we about to lose my man. Oh, my God. Oh, not, my gosh. Not after a minute, bro. Not after a minute. Oh, my gosh. Long story short, definitely. That thing probably went down. And when I tell you, that became the number one rule. Nobody <laughs> ever tried to chew gum or eat a mint while they leave work. 
Oh, man. You should have called that joke the, the Heimlich. Heimlich, Heimlich worship. Well, the Church Sound Podcast is not just about sound. It's about real life, church culture, and technology, how all that intersects. So sit back, buckle in for this special show. Now, first up, we have Pastor Louis Gibbs. Pastor Louis Gibbs is based out of um, Virginia, um, and he's going to be sharing with us his insight. And then after that, we're going to have Pastor Evangelist Louis Negron, and then we'll have Pastor Kassan Weldon. And I, this is going to be a power pack show. Sit back, get ready. Let's go. So I'm a creator. Say less. Like patience is right. right. <laughs> like, oh man, is, say it again. Like patience is a problem because um, I want to see things done now. If I get an idea, I want it done right now. Like one of my right. the, the young lady who's in charge of logistics at the church. Yeah, one of her biggest pet peeves with Pastor Lou is, yo, Pastor Lou, can we just plan this out some more? I'm like, no. <laughs> Let's do it tomorrow. Like, what you mean? Right. But you want to buy a jet tomorrow. What's the problem? We don't have the money. So, right? Like, it's, I see it. Let's find a way to do it. Right. Um, and that can sometimes be, a, and I've had to yield to her a couple of times, and my wife uh, a couple of times, who say, yo, look, you, yo, we, we can't do that right now. We've got to right. wait right. Uh, uh, to do that. Um, but and patience is it's a gift and a curse, right? You know, you're sitting here looking at TVs in the background. You can't see all of it, but TVs in the background. I'm sitting under stage lights. All of these were probably impulse buys, <laughs> right? <laughs> all of them probably impulse buys are part of a plan, right? Right. And but it works out for what we were trying to do anyway. Gotcha. Right. Um, so patience, patience is a, it's a virtue. Like Hezekiah Walker said that I desire, and I say that loosely because the scripture says with patience mm-hmm. comes great tribulation. That's right. And uh, so it ain't something that I'm around this on my around, around here on my knees every day praying for. Right. I just say, Lord, help me in there as you need to help me in. Amen. your challenges as being a young black pastor um because that's different well i think that being a young black pastor i the challenge the the challenge is challenge as a young black pastor is to not buy into everything that's happening around you around Mm. right um i'm the vice president of NAACP in my area uh in my city and one of the things that I had to come to grips with while everybody's bit, while all these people were being shot by police officers, uh, mm-hmm. while Black Lives Matter, um, as a as a a statement, mm-hmm. I don't support the move. I don't support the organization, but as mm-hmm. a statement, while all of these things are happening, challenges as a young black pastor is to speak truth to power without mimicking the brokenness in the issues. 
Mm. Right? So I cannot, and this I say this to everybody, we cannot I put our black skin above the fact that we're all made in the image and likeness of God. Exactly. My black skin, it does not trump my faith. It does not trump my salvation. It doesn't right. trump the will of God. And if I am moving in a direction that is more pro-black than it is pro-reconciliation, mm-hmm. than it is than it is pro-Jesus, than it right. is pro-promoting the gospel, mm-hmm. then I have just become unbalanced. Right? Exactly. And also part of the part of the kingdom's problem. Wow. Wasn't that amazing? Wasn't that amazing? You know, what I really peeled from it is that it's important to understand why you're doing what you do and not getting caught up in the noise of the moment. It's, it's, it's real easy to get caught up in the, in the noise of the moment and forget the actual purpose. So moving things on. I'm gonna bring an, uh, I'm gonna bring Pastly, Pastor Louis Negron, who's based out of the Bronx at the time. I believe he's I believe he's living in Florida at the moment, but um, he had a powerful testimony about dealing with the riots around George Floyd during COVID and his interaction with the community and the police department. So. Let's welcome to the mic, Pastor Louis Legron. We also have riots, we have marches and protests. I'm involved in that as well. I'm, I'm literally walking into protests with everybody else. I got my own bullhorn and I run up to the front. And I'm out there with them. I'm understanding their pain because if I'm, if I'm a pastor of them, I'm pastoring a city. I'm not just pastoring. Right. I'm pastoring an entire city. So because I'm with the city, when the city's in outcry and outrage, I have to be out there with them to understand what is it they're saying. Because in, in the crowd, people shouting and screaming, what the media shows you, you have to get out there and hear people's voice and say, well, what do you hear about? And, and read that's the true. signs. So that's also a part of it. You'll say you have the police department and the police department, uh, you know, I uh, have to be, I have to be, um, you know, in the middle ground. I can't, I can't be on the side of the police. And I can't be on the side of the community 100%. I can't be on either one. Either one is, is bound to go wrong. You know, you see you know, police brutality on one end and then you see the, you know, the community destroying Fordham Road. So right. I got to stay in the middle as a man of God and say, listen, I'm not on the community side. I'm not on the police side. I'm on the side of God. But as long as I'm in the middle, I can always be a bridge for the two. Right. <laughs> so right. then you got to right. get the police department and you say, all right, we find out nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 suicides in the NYPD. So as a pastor, my concern is, okay, people are killing themselves in this place. Now I have to pass to the police department. So you, be, mm-hmm. you become a clergy for the police and say, listen, I'm going to be here and pray for you guys every roll call. And then you hear about precincts where 50% of them have COVID-19. So they're in trouble. Wow. So it goes so much further than just the serving of the food. Evangelism has to be hear the cry of the city and meet it. Hey, Pastor Caleb. Do you know any churches that want to get into podcasting? I know a bunch, but they don't know where to begin. Well, did you tell them about the Tascam Mixcast 4? I told a few, but let's talk about its features. 
Well, it has four microphone inputs, and you can take phone calls over your mobile device. You can use it with live stream platforms like Zoom. You can connect via Bluetooth. And it comes with sound pads for music and effects, like this. Huh, not bad. It's an all-in-one unit which is small enough to fit in a messenger bag. So pastors, go to your favorite retailer and pick up the Tascam Mixcast 4 today. Yeah, today. Six, seven years ago, um, this kid from my block had a, had babies and they were in ICU. And he's like, oh, can you come pray for the kids and everything? They're not doing well. So I'm like, yeah, I went up to the hospital and I went in there, man, and they were giving me a hard time to go see the babies in the ICU. And the kid was so aggressive, man. He's like, yo, he's my effing pastor. <laughs> I was like, I thought to myself, I'm like, he don't go to my church. <laughs> right? Wow. He don't go wow. to my church. Like, and he's so passionate. Like, if my pastor can't go in there, like, nobody going in there. And he was so wow. passionate about it. And I realized at that moment that I, I pastor and I'm a minister way farther and greater than just the church building that I'm in. I wow. didn't realize how many people I was their pastor for. That's dope. Wow. So let me ask you this, as far as urban out- outreach, what what difference are you seeing when you, when you, you do outreach for the Latin community and the African-American community? Well, you know, I get to, I get to trick them both. <laughs> yeah. You, right. <laughs> I get to trick. I get to trick them both, man, because I'm I'm Afro Latino. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So you do you do my genealogy? Look at my blood, man. My blood's all African, right? I have very little Latin blood in me. Uh, but the way you know my forefathers came into this country, they came in through Puerto Rico. They were slaves there, and so on. So when I go into the community, they look at me. I look just like them, right? right. And the Hispanics. They, they blow me off most of the time. Like, you know, leave me alone. You know, no hablan inglés, man. I'm like, no, no te preocupes. Porque ahora español también. Y te quiero hablar de Jesucristo. And they be like, oh, okay. I love it. So, I love it. so my response is, is good on both sides. But I can tell you one thing they have in common. Everybody's hungry for salvation. Man. Man, man. Wasn't that amazing? Wasn't that Amazing. So to to close out our special edition, and those of you know, you know, please note that we are preparing for season three. Season three, we have some amazing guests lined up. We're in the middle of production right now, and I'm so excited. I I, I want to spill the beans, but I really, really can't. Um, but you are going to be completely amazed. And before we continue. It's a couple of things I need you to do. I need you to like, share, subscribe, and um, not only share, but personally share. Share on your Facebook page, share on your IG, go to our IG page. It's a lot of information there. And um, let's bring in my last guest. I think you're going to like him. He's going to talk about patience in a very different way. He's going to talk about transition in a very different way. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of, a, of a, all ages. Pastor Kason Kason Weldon. 
I think for me, my biggest lesson is in this has been, you know, on a personal note, don't don't find your identity in what we do. Mm. Because when you're not doing it, it really begins to expose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that when I wasn't doing anything like I was at the bef- in in my in 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 um before the transition. It was so strange to me. It was so uncomfortable. Um, and I had to really take a look at that, you know. And it's not that I, I don't need to, to serve and I don't need to function because I understand the value of serving. But I also noticed that sometimes God will put you on the shelf for a season of your life. Yeah. And, and that's what happened. Like, literally, God has me on the shelf. Like, everyone now doesn't know who I am. Right. You know, and and that's a good thing because yeah. I feel like what it's doing for me is pushing me deeper into him. Number one, just know that God was the one that led you into the transition. And that if 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 God has led you there, then you have to trust God with your future. You know, a lot of times when we're stepping out in a transition, there's a lot of unknowns that we're not. We don't know all the puzzles. Like when I stepped out and I left, I didn't know what was in store for me. But you never know what God has for you until you take the step. And so what I would say is once you know that God is in something, then you have to trust him in the journey, not just the destination. I think the hardest part is trusting God in the journey. And that takes faith. That takes um, that I'm going to trust God, even though I don't know fully where I'm going. All I know is God has given me the release and the green light to go. But on the other side of go is the provision. It's the relationships. It's the things that God has um, planted for you on that on that journey. So, yes, yes, yes. Amazing, amazing, amazing. You know, that was a mouthful. I want to thank all the pastors for being involved with this podcast. Um, I can't wait to, to, to share what we, what we have for season three. And I want to say it like we always say it. You know what we say. Keep God first. In everything you do. And we're going to see you next time on the Church Sound Podcast.